Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ice-T. I want you to do something for me. Make sure you download and subscribe Library Rap, the hip-hop interviews with Tim I and Cal. It is O-fucking-fishal, right? Stop playing. Download and subscribe Library Rap, the hip-hop interviews with Tim I and Cal. It's cold. Marcus Martin, Malcolm X. Biggie, Pop, Big L forever. Trayvon Martin, Emmett Till. When you black, they shoot you kill. When you black, you live with limits. Life and death is both a sentence. Innocent still doing time. Punishment should fit the crime. Rex uh, has just released his new album, Things the Hunger Inside Never Gets Satisfied. Uh, Rex, welcome back to the Library Raps, the hip hop interview with Tim Heineke. Thank you so much for being here. Tim, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure, brother. So things uh, tackles issues from white privilege to being black in America to PTSD to big pharma. But what I think is interesting that the table setting track, that first track off the album, is Strong, Ready, Able, which is about fatherhood and letting your kids know, um, you know, about what your point of view of it and and kind of that struggle. And and so why is that the opening track of this album when you've already when you're tackling all these other issues? Uh, so the, the the sound bed was supposed to be laid out and was laid out with the understanding of you know the parallel parallels um, that we face in our, our right, everyday life in comparison mm-hmm. to the world we live in, and so I wanted to have dialogue that truly uh, delved into what was going on in my personal life and what I really valued, the things that are most important, and then have that. Um, place to get the the parallel side of the world where uh, we're dealing with things in the world that are like not so important, materialistic of nature mm-hmm. and, and create all these dynamics for um, the isms and the and the different uh, capitalist systems that are that are um, set in place because of that. So um, it was important to start it off with what's going on internally and what's going on personally to let it be known clear that those are the things that are, are paramount in my life. I was there for dirty diapers and Google Gagas somewhere. I lost survivor tactics, steps backwards, can't raise bastards, present in the Lamar's classes, my mom. Hmm. And was that how, just in terms of a, the writing process, was that kind of how you also wrote the album with knowing that this track would, Strong Ready Able would be the first track, so this is the first track you're going to tackle? I didn't. I, I mean, I kind of like, you know, 
I kind of have like, you know, uh, scrambled puzzle pieces that, you know, just uh, ideas uh, that come out uh, sporadically. And I bet all, all these things are like, you know, just splattered against the wall. And then, you know, I kind of like put things, arrange things in positions where they belong, which is a fun process in itself. Um, but yeah, that's, that, that's basically my, my, my logic and my approach when I'm, when I'm creating. Uh, I mean, a lot, a lot of things I appreciate about, and you know, we've, we've obviously have done a few interviews prior to this, but a lot, you know, and I appreciate your work and a lot, uh, a lot of the, a big part of the work that I appreciated you doing is not just, it's, you, you're not just talking about yourself at all time. You're trying to like talk, to, you're, you're using your voice to kind of talk and express what other people might be going through but you also have this appreciation an obvious appreciation appreciation for the people around you and and when you on the opening track uh, the title track things you used to open it with thank, thank you the heavens for not so production <laughs> absolutely can you talk about i mean, I mean that, that, that i think that's, that, that that says a lot i mean in terms of how much you respect knots as a producer can you talk about knots uh, uh producing this track but also what what, what is about knots that kind of you know that you appreciate the most about them well what i can say is like i can relate to um some mannerisms of like you know when you look at knots career and the incredible accomplishments i would not you know put myself in a position to say i i, I kind of mirror his career but um i would say like i i can relate to the the fact that he's such uh, uh an impactful artist who just some who who for some reason or another has a tendency to like not be put into the same positions of where his his level of uh, of, of capabilities and and his accomplishments uh, are like I feel like he's kind of like not looked at to the level of his his uh, capabilities and artistry. So I super respect him as one of the one of the goats in uh, in our industry and someone to be you know commended and respected and to be given his flowers. Um, obviously for for how uh, incredible of an artist he is. Do you remember the first track you you heard by Knotts that kind of you you, you wish you were there to get you know to pretty much get on? Um, I mean, there's too many uh, Buster records that <laughs> I can think of. Like, and I mean the the list is. Uh, are too endless to like, you know, kind of just, you know, say, say one thing. What, what I can say is like, you know, of all the producers out there that I've worked with, I, I think uh, my biggest, uh, you know, wish is to work some work on a, a full kind of length project with someone, someone of his caliber. You know, I've been blessed to do the, you know, full project thing with a lot of artists. And I, I feel like our style, our styles um, really, really work well together. Uh, you 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 start out with uh, you you spit. Um, I was born with this addiction to ripping mics to cordless. Um, so can you just quickly take us back to kind of your early days of writing and not and not just writing because my understanding is that you're also a break dancer as well. I mean, what drew you to breaking and what also drew you to writing and then how did writing kind of propel you to this? Well, um, you know, coming in again, like I feel like uh, my life has mirrored and, and, and kind of been parallel um, to hip hop and the environment around me in general, just like the world that we live in. Uh, and I've always uh, found a way to, you know, 
uh, absorb energies off of what was going on in my surroundings and absorb energies mm. from like, you know, this amazing culture that we, that we we're blessed with that um, has given me so much, you know? So I feel from the beginning, you know, when I first was like, you know, a, a wet behind the ears, um, young, young kid um, entering into um, this culture, it was just, it was just fun, free, and, you know, just, you know, youthful exuberance, like just to be involved uh, with what I was seeing in, uh, with my family. My family was um, super in love with this culture. And through that, I found a, a fondness just because I wanted to be uh, absorbed in what I, I saw my uh, family engrossed in. So that's really how I first started, but knowing who I am as an individual who, um, is an empathic and, 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 and is able to um, feel the, um, the vibrations of what's going on, like I said, in my environment. I knew I needed an outlet to speak on the things that I was seeing around me, but also the things that were going on in my household. So it was necessary to, you know, pick up the thing. You left uh, University of Massachusetts Amherst, uh, and then you left to record Epic Records, um, which I think is... You know, anyone that's such a such a such a such a big move or a bold move, just because the understanding about college is that you go to college and then you'll have a career afterwards, right? Right. Uh, and you need that you need that degree. What What was? I mean, how did you know? How did you know that this was that one college was not going to help you or be for you at this time, and that and that your move to Brick Records was the correct move at the time? I could feel like from from re, from like the the jobs I was doing like you know uh, while I was in, in high school and 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 things that like uh, I wanted to gravitate towards when I was going to college were artistic in nature and then also I just um, I would read so much and and th- and, and and be uh, thinking you know, pre any of, uh, of my, my, my current situations where I'm thinking finance and, you know, uh, generational wealth, like many, so many are right now, you know, pre all of that kind of understanding. I just had a, I, I just had a, an idea, maybe a premonition that like, you know, me taking the nine to five path wasn't going to, you know, suffice uh, me internally. Like I knew my stomach was not going to be able to handle that kind of, of lifestyle. I mean, I mean, so many people are successful at it and, and, and it's respectable uh, that people can, you know, you know, grind it out and, and live their life uh, like in that kind of manner. Uh, I just mm-hmm. knew I couldn't punch a clock. I knew I couldn't be told like, you know, this is where you will be at this such and such time. You know, I, I just knew that wasn't going to be for me. So like, I, I did it in my early life and I did it when I needed to, but like, you know, my, my ultimate goal was to, you know, take my creative, um, you know, capability as far as they could take me. Mm. Uh, so much of this album is, is, it's not just a, a great display of, um, topics that you're able to, to spit on or spit about, but it's also, I think a, a really good display of the versatility you have in terms of your flow and as an artist. So if, if I mentioned, uh, Hey, you kind of sound like this guy, it's, 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 it's more just sort of respect of what you, you were able to do. So I want to ask you about, um, the, on, on the record things, you know, you, you have this, you mentioned common, you mentioned Nas, and then I kind of feel like during that point, you kind of spit like AZ a little bit. Okay. Can you talk? Can you talk about the impact that? Uh, I mean, the reasoning for mentioning Common and Nas and was kind of like a spitting 
somewhat like a flow like AZ was purposeful or was that just kind of what took you there? Uh, it really wasn't um, uh, an intentional thing. It wasn't, it wasn't purposeful. Um, the, the voice that comes out of me and the, uh, you know, the, the usage of, of, of the words in the manner I use them has definitely been, been influenced by uh, great artists who I, who I respect and, and demand respect and command respect, excuse me. Um, so definitely common in, in AZ and Nas and, 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 and many, a plethora more deserve so many um, flowers just to like let it be known how much they've influenced my style and my, um, I, I do feel I have a unique style, but at the same time, you can definitely see, you know, pieces of, of, of different artists who have, you know, molded me over the years. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I think uh, one of my favorite tracks on the album is uh, Miseducation, uh, you know, produced by G Wiz. Uh, sim- I simply just love the track. I, you know, it's, it's, can't say it's incredible. It was just an amazing track to, to hear you spit on. Uh, can you just tell us the importance of this track and why, 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 why now? Why, why, what, what prompted you to write something like this in 2020? Well, looking at um, looking at uh, where my my young kings and my young queen are in their lives, and, and knowing um, the dialogue that we have consistently about you know questioning everything that they learn, uh, and, and every every child and every teenager and every um, you know pre adult and or anyone I speak to uh, if I'm if I'm uh, you know doing a seminar if i'm doing like you know some kind of talk or anything of that nature i always make sure that i let them know to do just that to question everything because there's so much misinformation that that is out in the world now via the the mediums that we use for for interactions but even prior to that the beginning the beginning the um the innate aspect of like you know this educational system you know, perpetuates that that situation. It, it creates uh, an environment for misinformation and a need to unlearn and relearn uh, mm-hmm. in order to you know successfully navigate to truly successfully navigate um, this world we live in. Like you can you can, can you can navigate this world we live in and have the information that you're fed and and believe that to be you know just the way things are, or you mm-hmm. can like kind of like look at it from a lens outside of the box that, that we're all put in uh, by nature and in civilized uh, quote-unquote civilized society excuse me miss we don't need your miseducation miss me with the misrepresentation and and, and, um, and you know you not just tackle uh, education and miseducation but you also tackle topics uh, such as PTSD and, and big pharma especially in the black and brown communities can you and you do that on the, com- the complex featuring uh, uh, Farrah Munch. Can you talk about uh, why, how, why connect these two topics uh, in one song, but also um, 
what was it that said to you, hey, I, I got to bring Farrow on this track to kind of kind of help me hit it hit it home? Uh, okay, so the um, first part is like you know the industrial uh, complexes of of the world are all, all just another aspect of I'm talking about this uh, world that we're that this world and system that is created for us based on like capitalism and and, and the need to like you know control. Uh, the masses and so it was very important for me to talk about this this topic specifically now uh, in, a, in a time where you know people get people get um, these um, conspiracy theories and, 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 and things of that nature misconstrued uh, a lot of times when you know they things are just considered um, conspiracy theory just because you know they don't uh, adhere to traditional uh, wisdoms mm-hmm. so the, the notion is that um, that individuals have for uh, Big Farmer and and for PTSD can be completely confused based on uh, you know misinformation and things that are just out there and that that we just accept. And it's important to like put a true lens on the industrial complexes because there's so much more to it. Especially, obviously, I've, I've spoken you know in depth about the prison industrial complex. So you know that was one that we were thinking about you know you uh, adding to the to the fold. But it was necessary just to touch on on, on these two topics because they're not topics that you know uh, are typical topics that I touch on. And and and, and uh, Farrell made perfect sense because obviously Farrell has uh, made it a point to address you know so many uh, topics you know related to uh, these kind of struggles uh, these kind of struggles in a very unique uh, voice, uh, one of our greatest voices in hip hop. You know, so like he was in, he was the first no no brainer who I reached out to to make something like this happen uh, and obviously static is is a long time uh, friend more than anything but like just a, an incredible uh, artist who is doing amazing things at the moment right left right right left right so uh two tracks that are, are, are that um work well hand in hand i think and and i'm assuming I'm, i could be wrong i i, I think purposeful you, you in terms of how they're laid out on your album is uh isis daughter and and rachel green uh there's two different tracks i mean the two, two obviously two different tracks but are two different storylines you know rachel green's about white privilege and and uh isis daughter is about uh kind of uplifting and empowering women and stress the importance of love um why have these two kind of tracks, you know, back to back, and and what's the importance of of uh, of just you know of, of, of both of these tracks at this time? It was imperative to have them back to back, and and and, and the, the reason was um, because you know the message to our black and brown um, sisters of the world, and and just. Uh, I, I look at the human side before I look at anything, but like, you know, specifically uh, our black and brown um, sisters who are, you know, kind of put to the, to the, to back, to the background and, and, and forgotten. And um, there's a, there's a lack of understanding of how incredible their shoulder weight uh, has been throughout history. It was important to first go back um, specifically because, you know, my spiritual leanings right now lean toward um, kinetic uh, teachings and she taught NATO, which is a belief system, you know, um, in, in, in uh, connection to uh, mysticism, mythology and, and spirituality and ritual. And so 
uh, I, t- I tapped it. I I would have called it, you know, the, I, I allowed it to be called ISIS daughter, uh, even though, you know, you know, the proper approach to calling ISIS would be a set uh, in comedic mm-hmm. teaching. But um, so, so many people understand ISIS and Osiris in our culture. So I, I put the word, I put the words there um, in that manner, just for it to be relatable and understandable and all inclusive. Mm. Um, but the mind frame behind it was to be approaching uh, a very specific time in my life where my relationship uh, with my queen is so powerful. And I found an individual who I connect to spiritually, mentally, physically, everything is, you know, where it needs to be. Um, and I see that in so much of so many of our people who uh, are that those, those kind of relationships are like overshadowed by so much negativity. And so I wanted to put that to the forefront. And then also, um, you know, in following up with that kind of understanding, I wanted to make it clear that, especially in the time now, but like not specifically, you know, directed at 2020, because all my uh, uh, dialogues are directed at, you know, a century of a, centuries of abuse and neglect. Right. So uh, the the topic of white privilege needs to be in the forefront and, and brought brought to task, taking a task like for um, its abuse of uh, not just not just black and brown individuals, but it's it's abuse of you know our, our white brothers and sisters who have in have in their head a, a pre uh, conceived idea of how the world truly works that is like truly wrong. You know, it, it's it's just right. truly confused, and and that's misinformation and and um and that's abuse towards them as well. Uh, so I, I needed to I needed to approach it in a in, in a unique way and uh, you know I'm a big fan of friends you know like uh, like I I, <laughs> I am uh, you know like it's 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 odd because you know like I know friends is you know completely taken from you know living single and the, and the concept right. of living single and right. what occurred. You know, uh, but I, I mean, I, I take the art of what Friends is, I can take it for what it is, and I can look at it, and it's totally engrossed and enveloped in, in, in white privilege and in a, in, a, in a magical, mystical world of like, you know, something, something so far from, from reality, but not so far from reality yeah. at the same time. Uh, so it, it, it was important to talk about it in that manner. Are you ever? I, I, I only ask this because I remember. I, so I, uh, a few months back, I had an interview with uh, Superstition, and he talked about um, you know doing a track that was uh, completely. It was you know uh, about I think it was about police brutality and 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 really exposing kind of the kind of the the racial dynamic in that sense. And it's one of his favorite tracks. And then he went to present it at or he went to perform it at a a show and his fans, the white fans were like kind of aghast by it and didn't want to hear it. Um, are you ever, is there ever that worry still to do that to like maybe uh, worry about that you have to, you're isolating your fans in a way because I mean, obviously even, 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 uh, sons and daughters of, of, of racist people, or even they, they like hip hop music as well, you know, but when it comes to when you're actually showing, showing them, you know, showing, showing racial issues in the mirror to them, they, they, they don't want to deal with it. I'm never, I'm never concerned about that. Like I, I have an obligation first to like, you know, uh, express, uh, in, in my truest voice, 
the things that I see in the environment and things that I go through and things that like I know other individuals like me go through. So my objective is not to be concerned about somebody's um, uh, feeling of hurt, guilt, you know, opposition to uh, what my, my voice is, is, is speaking in. Like, you know, either they at some point in their life may come around to it. People get there when they get there or they may never get to it and it may never impact them the way it impacts me or impacts individuals around me. And when I say that, I mean individuals of all shades and all and individuals of all our types. And, you know, uh, for me, I'm, my objective is not to be concerned about, like, you know, when I look into the crowd, I'm not so concerned about, you know, the fact that I'm in Europe and I'm in a Polish location uh, somewhere in, you know, some small village. And everybody looking at me is, does not look direct, exa- exactly like me. My objective is to impact them emotionally. And if they can get impacted by that emotion, that's incredible. And if they can't, they can't. And I've got goals for any location I'm at. Uh, we're not always going to relate with each other, but we can listen to each other and we can uh, learn from each other. And if I impact 20 people and 80 of the 80 of the other individuals, you know, have hatred in their heart towards what I'm saying, I re- I'm really not concerned about that. My objective is to approach and affect those 20 who actually can be affected. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The, the the beats and the the music that you choose on this album obviously fits you fits your voice and subject matter very well so i have to ask you about uh talk to me about the importance of that that horn in uh legacy driven uh it's such a you know such such a beautiful horn and it, and it plays throughout the track it was it was everything uh and like you know it was just a moment like that that song was the only song actually written amid amid like the true understanding of, of what was going on with um with the pandemic and it was uh, it was an it was an exhale moment you know in the midst of time where we were still inhaling you know saying like it's just like it, it it was just a moment to like look you know like this has to come out this has to this has to be expressed but like you know I love the, the stripped down nature of, of, of the production, the, the limited and, and um, very powerful moving uh, mannerisms of the, of, of the, the sound bed without, without a need to just add anything else. Uh, amidst all that chaos, it, it brought like, um, I mean, when I say chaos, amidst all the chaos just opposed against what's going on in the world, in our environment around mm-hmm. us, uh, it was the perfect sound bed. You know, it was just a, it was like a smooth, serene, peaceful, but at the same time, it just, it was, it was hitting uh, so, so properly. Uh, and, and, and that, that kind of like made it easy to write itself, you know, 
uh, to to get that get that point across. And, and I mean, I'm so I'm so thankful for evidence and and, and what he brings to the game, uh, and so thankful that you know he he values me as an artist, and uh, we're able to like work together in a mannerism that's like you know. Detox, say this with a glass of wine and three shots. We all got our vices. We build the pyramids, don't care who the nice is. Yeah, that's the thing about it. I mean, the thing about evidence is a lot of people don't remember how such a good of a producer, a producer he is as well. Because he's such a dope like, not, <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. In 2011, when, when you released uh, Rex, you know, uh, Rhythmatic Eternal King Supreme, um, I think the you know you read articles about it, interviews. I think and the and the kind of the the, the common common statement is that we've kind of as fans and as as people who appreciate music, we we noticed that there was this change in in your writing that you know your album tracks on each of the on the album became I guess fuller in terms of structure and stories, uh, and you've continued that development in your writing with um, things as well, uh, which kind of highlights that as well. Um, where do you see you? Where do you see yourself in terms of uh, your goals as a songwriter? I mean, are you? Do you think this is like things has helped you reach that goal? Or are you kind of still trying to develop uh, into another level of that art? I don't think I'll ever stop uh, attempting to, you know, you know, grow as as a writer and to develop new uh, approaches to my writing and to implement and, and add new pieces. Um, uh, or, or be daring and try new things. Um, I feel the growth has been visible throughout my uh, our career. Uh, you know, very early on, like you know, I, I was I was more approached. Like I I always had something to say in in my music, but I was more you know kind of battle driven and, and braggadocious and braggadocious and like you know. In my youthful mannerism, you know, it was like it, it, it was the signs of the times, and it was it was more so, uh, you know, where my where my mind frame was. I wasn't so focused uh, in every record on being topical and having you know meaning behind every word. Uh, my goal now is to make sure that, like, you know, I don't waste a word, um, and, and, and that's that's that drives me and that 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 creates uh, a need to like you know uh improve my reading to improve my studies you know uh, focus on my breathing and my and my meditation and, and doing my ma'ach and all these things uh are, are are things that help not only the you know the physical but the mental and you know the spiritual aspects you know they tie in together and they create opportunity for me to um to to grow. Mm, so, uh, if, you know, Rex, I, I've asked you about the first track of the album, so I want to end this with asking you about the last track of the album, Still Dreaming. Um, it's this hopeful track that, even though it reminisces about kind of when things, back in the day, when things seemed a little easier, because um, as obviously as we grow up, we become adults and we have to do adult shit. Uh, <laughs> but it's, but it's, uh, but it's also such, it's such, such this hopeful track uh, that you leave us with. Uh, why, I mean, why leave us with this final track? I mean, how did this, and how did this track come together for you? Because, because obviously so much, you know, about um, the environment we're in um, uh, tells us, you know, you know, not so, maybe, maybe not so hopeful things or, 
um, you know, amidst the, the chaos, their sphere, and amidst um, uh, everything around us, the, you know, make America great and great again, my idea of things, you know, like there's so many things that are like put in our face and make us uh, look at the world the way um, a, a cynic would, you know, I, like I wanted to, you know, remember, like, you know, what got me here and what's, what's got us here and how we can like, you know, move forward. I'm always going to hold dear to hip hop because hip hop, you know, <laughs> it, it, as corny as it is and how, how every, how it's always said is it saved my life. It honestly did. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's done that for a lot of individuals and, you know, being a kid from Lawrence, Massachusetts, who like nobody knows about Lawrence uh, in, in the scheme of things and, and, and the things that I've seen, the places I've been, uh, the people I've interacted with and the wonderful souls that I have impacted my life all have had some kind of connection um, to this culture that I love. Um, that we love and and moving forward, I feel you know the culture is fine no matter where no matter where we go with it. Um, there, there's so much that can be said. There's so much hope um, moving forward. Though. Uh, the latest album is Things The Hunger Inside Never Gets Satisfied the incredible album the artist is the incredible his name is Rex everyone uh, uh, always a pleasure to have you on the library raps the hip hop interview with Tim Lineke Rex thank you so much for doing this again Tim thank you so much always a pleasure brother and I appreciate you for taking the time with me let me know if you ever need anything bro Never get satisfied No wonder men lie under earth For the sky limit realized It's just a roll of the dice Trapper is gentrified The people so polarized Black was over the eye At Amica Insurance We know it's more than just a house It's your home The place that's filled with memories the early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.